Are you looking for an all-in-one destination for all things pro wrestling? Well, look no further than PWPNation.com. News, rumors, videos, podcasts, and exclusive articles written by the PWP Nation staff. PWP Nation has been dominating the wrestling world since 2012 and is one of the most trusted sources in all of professional wrestling. Please join the community today by following us on Twitter at PWP Nation, on Instagram at PWP Nation, and guess who makes all those pictures on their Instagram? Me, because I'm the face that runs the Instagram place. And be sure to like and follow our official Facebook page by visiting facebook.com slash PWP Nation. PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Hey guys, before we start our show, I just want everybody to make sure they check out the Anything But Credible podcast, where you'll find the crazy people, crazy theories, and crazy news stories you've never heard of. The world is a weird, crazy place, so make sure to check in with Dukes, Keith, and Griff every Monday to hear what's crazy in the world. You can find them anywhere you find your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, or hit them up on Facebook at the Anything But Credible podcast, on Twitter at underscore ABC pod. And on Instagram at ABC Podcast. Go check them out. Welcome to Offended, presented by PWP Nation. It's your host, Tricky, with Herbie. Herbie. Herb, Herb Trick. Herb Trick. Herbie. How you yes. doing? I'm doing good. It's good. It's good. It's been uh, a fun week. It's been a wild week. A lot has gone on this past week. It sure seems like it. Yeah. It's just, the country's falling apart, maybe? No. Nah. <laughs> no. Just No. No, maybe to some people, but <laughs> yeah. all together. That's yeah, really it's, not. It's, it's really not. not. The rapture happened. Nope. We're, we're, st- we're, we're still, still here. We're still here. <laughs> Man, Mad Max scenario, it seems like, you know, just like normal life. Yeah. Were we already living in a post-apocalyptic world? You know what I think is so funny about people talking about the rapture was like, on Saturday the world's supposed to end, but then it's like Sunday over in like London. It's like, that didn't happen. London falling? Is that a thing? Maybe. What what was it called when London was bombed by Germany? Oh yeah, London is falling. Yeah. Yeah. With Gerard Butler. Sure. Yeah, I have no idea. But anyway. I was talking about World War Two and we're <laughs> talking about movies. So how was your weekend, Herbie? Uh nothing happened. Nothing? Literally nothing. I worked at my bar. Didn't see any celebrities. It's kinda of boring. I watched uh, happen. On Saturday night, I watched, uh, well, I missed it, but I saw him get pulled out of the bush. A good brother, Tony Munsell, fell into a bush off of a balcony. That was hilarious. Explain. He was sitting, well, he was a little intoxicated. How, how far did he fall? Oh, he fell probably a good, like, four feet, four or five feet. Well, that's nothing. It's nothing, but I mean. Todd, I once fell <laughs> ten it's, feet. It was still hilarious. Off a ledge onto a bed of rocks. Then when they pulled him out of the bush, he's just going, ow, ow, ow. And then they dropped him, and then he had, like, a 
big like gash like on the back of his head from being dropped. <laughs> like I said, Todd, here we are <laughs> at the University of Missouri. I'm going to a frat party. All right, mm-hmm. you know it's all the way across campus. Mm-hmm. I need to go pee, so I, I run into these woods. Turns out it wasn't woods; it was a drainage runoff. <laughs> no, I mean like it was it was dry, like it's just where water goes through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's no railing there, and it was covered by trees. Now here I am running full sprint into what I think is a forest, and it's just shit. No, it. It's rocks. So I'm running. And if you imagine, like, you know, a Wiley Coyote cartoon. Wiley Coyote? Yeah. Cartoon. Like, (laughs) I'm running. And all of a sudden, like, I just fall. And I'm on these rocks. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I'm feeling around, like, all right, legs can move. (laughs) Arms can move. I stand up. And I just, my face is all wet from blood. And we're almost at this frat party. And I come. And, like, my friends come running up to me or come to this ledge. are like, what? What happened? Like, I fell. They're like, your face. It's fucked up. I'm like, oh. We're right next to this frat house. I'm like, well, guys, looks like we have to go back. <laughs> so went back, bandaged up my face. It was only, like, foreheads put on a backwards hat. Partied on. Party on. There Take you go. that, Tony oneself. <laughs> oh, he kept partying. Well, of course you have to. Yeah, yeah. No, he totally kept partying. Uh, we got a lot of talk about this week with NFL Week 3 was wild. I mean, that was some of the best football I've seen in a long time. We have to, uh, unfortunately, talk about Hugh Hefner uh, getting the Robbie Fabry in the Blues, maybe a little Yager, maybe uh, Carmelo to OKC, Dwayne Wade. Clubs unfortunately clinched the NL Central, but and WWE No Mercy was also this past weekend. But mm-hmm. first, let's get into one of the big topics of the week. And They're calling it probably the biggest basketball scandal in history of NCAA. Yeah, it's like at the same time, it's like no shit. Like you'd think that this wasn't happening, and oh, definitely. There's a so the F, what was going on? So the FBI. Like, investigated a bunch of colleges? It was a two-year investigation by the FBI. Um, Ten people already arrested, including four assistant coaches from Arizona, Auburn, Louisville, Miami, Oklahoma State, and USC. And so they were paying players, like, to come to the school? So what was happening was um, there was some instances of that. What the big thing was was that um, they would get these high recruits. Adidas is, is mixed in here, too, like, so they'd get these high-end recruits, and uh, these coaches would then push them to certain agents, to certain uh, brands like Adidas. Like Adidas mm-hmm. was paying kids out like $110,000 just for them to come That's to ridiculous. a program. Just so this program can then lead them to an agent, and this agent can then lead them back to Adidas. Like, That's ridiculous. And this happened, <laughs> like, we're just at the surface of it. Like uh, Rick Pitino of Louisville already got fired. You could, he looked like a mobster. He looked like a guy who was just doing something illegal. Oh, man, yeah, he's well, he's Italian. Yeah. That's racist. Well, I'm Italian, so. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> but, uh, and Bruce Pearl has already been fired from Auburn. But uh, the investigation included wiretap surveillance video, undercover agents, and... Uh, I can't believe it took them this witnesses. long. I can't believe it took them that long to figure. Well, they they were under a two year investigation. Like they probably 
Like they, no, I am. They knew what was going on. It's like they need to just collect enough evidence. I'm like, saying, no, I'm saying, I can't believe it took them two years. Like it was almost like, uh, duh, <laughs> no shit. Like of course they're doing that. But I heard on uh, part of my take today or yesterday that they were like, man, Levar Ball is looking really smart. He made his own shoe company and paid his son, so that way when you give your son money, it's not illegal. Big baller brand, ahead of the game, very smart. Are you excited about LeVar Ball's new show coming out? What's Ball, co- what? Ball in the Family? Ball in the Family. I heard they were coming out with a, a show with them all working out. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's going to show their workouts, and they're going to call it Sweaty Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Or like they had another, <laughs> they had another one where uh, they're just gonna talk about how big the brothers are, like in Los Angeles and like in their high school, and they were gonna call it big balls. That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then they they were actually talking about a concept where they're gonna talk about like, did you know like. The brothers are kind of shy. At least Lamelo is, and they're gonna be like how how shy he was. And we're gonna call it like, and the other one's like a little depressed, so they're just gonna call it blue balls. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So are any <laughs> anyway? <laughs> That's uh, like a fun twist. <laughs> so are, is anything gonna happen to the students, to the players? It doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like. Do you think they? Do you think they should get kicked off the team? I mean, those kids are probably all in the NBA. Oh, by now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you don't think there's any that are in college right now that were recruited by like a? Uh, I mean, okay. I don't blame the kids because they're just eighteen year olds. Like here they are getting throwing money at them. They have all these people in high up end positions, like mm-hmm. who they see as like father figures, leadership positions. Like they're like, hey, do this, do this, and like, you know what? Put yourself in their shoes. You're gonna follow like older people's advice like yeah. you don't know a bad person from a good person in that scenario yeah like, right. i can't can't really blame the kids like this is 100 percent the adult's fault you're taking advantage of 16 17 18 year olds like shame on you <laughs> shame on you motherfuckers anyway moving on nfl week three was absolutely insane like this is what needed to happen after all the like political bullshit that was mixed in this past week. If you and don't like the political stuff, just uh, just skip the beginning of the game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And just watch the football. It's like people are going to stop watching. Like it's not going to make that much of a difference. No, they actually just had their highest ratings. Yeah. <laughs> like like this past week, they like were killing. That's what happens when you put on good games. Like people are right. tuning in, and like that's what I thought. I mean, a lot of high scoring games. Like, like yeah. that was my problem with the NFL. Was like it's just it's a bad product. Like, they're not producing good games or whatever. But, like, it takes a couple of weeks for that to actually kick in. Because, like, the training camps, they don't have tackling anymore. Yeah. You know, they, they cut the time in half. Yeah. Less time to learn the playbook. People are just dumber these days. Millennials. I think probably the craziest game of week three, though, it has to be the Chicago-Pittsburgh game. That, like, the ending of the first half was it. Did you see that? I didn't watch any sports. <laughs> The end. Okay, so the ending of the first half, uh, Chicago blocks a field goal with no time left. Right. Oh, shit. They block a field goal, take the ball, and run it all the way down to Pittsburgh's end zone. Whoa! The guy, for some reason, who's running the ball stops running, 
like right before the end zone and the Pittsburgh Steelers defensiveman comes up and knocks the ball out of his hand and pushes it out of bounds like in the end zone so it's a safety that's what I that's what everybody said but the because you know why people in St. Louis know that because the 99 Western Conference yeah. playoff game when Sean King, the ball gets hiked over his head and then he just swats it out of the end zone. Yeah. So everybody in St. Louis knows that role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're sitting there. I'm sitting there with a bunch of buddies like watching the game and we're all, I'm kind of, was really hungover. We're all hungover. We're not really thinking like that, like that quickly. So we're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah. And then uh, they were just going to call it they're just going to call half, like the referees, and then like... It's a fucking safety, and they got to kick it off. Chicago, like, team challenged it, or like they called the refs over and be like, no, that's a safety. Like, they were calling for a safety. Yeah. The refs did not give them the safety, and they had let them have one more play to which they did not score. Oh. Yeah. And then they went into overtime later in the game. Oh. The guy, uh, I forget who scored the winning touchdown, but I remember his run... They called him out of bounds, but he kept running, and he got into the end zone for the touchdown mm-hmm. and made some unbelievable moves. Yeah. They reviewed it. He was not out of bounds, and they called it a touchdown. Did they blow the whistle? I don't think so. Okay. But I don't know, but they, they said the call on the field was the out of bounds. We were at a bar at this point, so I couldn't really hear what was going on. Yeah. But it was nuts. It was one of the uh, best, most exciting football games I've seen in a long the time. The Bears won. The Bears ended up winning 23-17. Had a lot of upsets this past week. Um, I won in my fantasy league, though. Buffalo beat Denver 26-16. I lost again. What's your team name? My team name? Yeah. Oh, well, it's an inside joke. Like, with the league. Because I've been in the league since, like, I was a freshman in high school, so uh-huh. they always called me Baby Griff. So my team, has, I took that. Baby um, Griffs. Baby Griffs. But last year, the year that Cam Newton was really good, I had Cam Newton. I called him the Dapper Dabbers. Mm. Mm. My team's just straight up. Woo! Go Steve! <laughs> and then, uh, used to be, I got, used like, to be Taco Cat. I had some great fancy hockey team names, though. Yeah. Like, Bacchus to the Future. Ooh. Bacchus that ass up. You, Terror Sinkos. That's my team name now. Terrors. The Terror Sinkos. Get it? Terror Sink Goals. Ooh. He's sinking goals all day. Let's hope so. Day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, some sad news. Very sad news. Yeah. I mean, the. Well, it's okay, sad news. Yeah. The Godfather of Bros passed away, basically. The Pajama King. Pajama King. Yep. Hugh, he- uh, Hugh, Hugh Hefner passed Hugh away. Hugh Hefner passed away at age 91. Yep. Now he's as stiff as he'll ever be. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'll cheers to that. <laughs> Damn, that was good. Thank you. Thank you. I'll bow to that one. But Todd, this got me thinking. Oh, yeah? Hugh Hefner produced Playboy, mm-hmm. which had a lot of naked ladies. And thank you to Hugh Hefner, actually, because when never known who Carmen Electra was, she was my celeb crush when I was a little kid. What was your first experience with... Porn or naked ladies? Because I know back in the day, you hear so many stories. Like, you're just wandering through the forest, and you just find, like, a I porno. I got caught looking at porn in second grade. In second, in second grade? grade? Yeah. 
We're so, like the internet. What? Yeah, like we had got the internet. Like Dude, the I didn't even know what that was in second grade. It's because of my friend uh, Frankie Pika. Yeah, so there's oh, it's always a friend. Frankie Pika was sitting there. There's an older at brother the, at my computer, and we're like we were looking it up, and then I got kind of bored with it because I didn't, you know. It was, we were going to the websites with the, with the stars, like, over, like, the spots. But, like, you could obviously tell what was going on. Uh-huh. But I was... It's I was, like Girls Gone Wild? Yeah. It, like, was. I, I don't remember. Like, do you, you remember those websites back in the day? There's no... I don't think there's any websites like that anymore. Like, with the stars over the boobs and, like, over the vaginas and, like, everything. Yeah. But we were looking at that for a little bit. And my <laughs> grandpa comes walking downstairs and Frankie, like, jumps. Like... <laughs> and he's like... What are you guys doing? Frankie's like, uh, 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 nothing. And, like, like clicks it, like, out, like, really quickly. Oh, no. There's but, so many pop-ups about it. No. My grandpa doesn't look at the time. He, my uncle comes home. My grandpa told my uncle about it. My, grand, or my uncle looks at the history. Because I didn't know that there was a history yeah, button at the, you're at only, the age of, what, eight? You're, you're only in second grade. Yeah. Like. That's funny. <laughs> Dude, mine doesn't come to, like, sixth or seventh grade. Like, um. First time I ever saw boobs was in actually like a, in person or like in a magazine. Oh, okay. It wasn't until like it was a cologne advertising. <laughs> it was it was a two page spread and it was just like Sports Illustrated. Nah, <laughs> it was just a cologne advertising with just naked, topless women, and I'm at a doctor's office. I'm at a doctor's office looking at naked women for the first time and i just kept staring at it and like not turning any pages like i can't believe <laughs> just not turning any any just pages. Like, what is this and then like the first time actually going online to look at like i was at a friend's house he's like have you ever been to boobs.com <laughs> so we went to boobs.com stared at some boobs <laughs> staring at some boobs I don't know if boobs.com is a real thing anymore. <laughs> Remember, uh, in high school, we'd always be like, or actually, it was probably before high school, but we would tell people, to be like, hey, go to Penn Island. I never fell for that. I never fell for it either. But we would tell people, and people actually went to it. And it what like, is Penn the, Island? Uh, penis land. Is that the one with all the old guys? I don't know. I've never been to it. <laughs> remember, do you remember going to whitehouse.com? That's a porn website. It is, yeah. And so kids in grade school were getting in trouble, but they were like, well, I was just trying to look up stuff for history, like for oh political God. reasons. In sixth grade, there was like a, there was a, like, we had computers in our classroom, mm-hmm. and then um, we had a Christmas concert or spring concert or something like that, where like, you know, each class sings a song, so you have to be there at like six or seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And we gathered in the classroom beforehand, and, um, People were just like looking up porn in sixth grade <laughs> on school computers. This is before they had like blocks and stuff. Yeah. And just like they didn't figure it out till the next day. And luckily I had to leave early the next day for a doctor's <laughs> appointment because everybody just got their asses chewed out. <laughs> Damn. Damn. But I guess uh, finding porn in the woods is no longer a thing. No, you, I mean, you just type in porn. And I think like literally just porn. Browsers. Well, you have to pay for that. X videos. Do you not go to Pornhub? X videos, dude. I'm a Pornhub guy. Oh, X videos. It's free. It's thousands and thousands and thousands Same of videos. Same thing with Pornhub. Yeah, but you have more I feel like it's selection. just better quality. No, I feel like 
when I search for what I need to in Pornhub, <laughs> I find what I'm looking for. And I like the uh, the tabs where like the dicks goes, on dicks. It goes most relevant, longest. <laughs> you know, like yeah. X Videos has that too. I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, again, some sad news today. Julie Louis Dreyfus, uh, um, Elaine from Seinfeld and what's Veep, her, and Veep uh, has announced that she has breast cancer today. So hope that everything goes well for her. Hopefully, she can fight through it. You know. Hopefully, yeah, because she's a great actress. She's a great. She actress. is. Well, is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't understand that joke. I don't know, Margot. She was in Christmas Vacation. She's the one that says that. Mm. Yes. <laughs> she is in Christmas Vacation. And in some, like, I guess it was surprising to me. I guess no more I think about it, it's probably not that surprising. But old Steven Tyler had a seizure on stage. On last, stage? Last night uh, during a concert. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. Lead singer Aerosmith. I think it was on stage. That could be wrong. Maybe that's fake news. That's a big accusation. That like, may be fake news. Stage, like allegedly was on. I'm going to say allegedly was on stage. That's, that's on stage. That's terrifying. Because if it was on stage, there's probably some video of it. Maybe. 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 I don't, I don't fucking know. Let's watch it right now. Let's watch it right now. All right, let's get away from this depressing stuff. Uh, in the NBA, Carmelo Anthony gets traded to uh, Oakland. Who is it? Oakland. I don't fucking follow NBA. I don't even know. It's Thunder. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City Thunder. But who gives a shit about that? Dwayne Wade is back with LeBron James in the land. I was going to talk about the mellow trade. (laughs) So, the Thunder, dude, they have improved their lineup so much this past year. Mm -hmm. Not only that, they got Paul George in the offseason, too. I feel like a lot of people forgot that. And all they had to give up was Victor Oladipo, uh, Vita Sabonis' son, um, like a first-round pick. Enos Cantor and Doug McDermott to get Carmelo Anthony and Paul George, two bona fide superstars. And you mix that up with Russell Westbrook. These guys are spot up shooters and rebounders. They're going to be good. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. But what about Cleveland? They got Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, uh, Isaiah Thomas now, uh, Kevin Love. That's going to be interesting. J.R. Smith. I mean, that's a good, solid lineup. Oh, plus uh, that Crowder guy and yeah. some other person. Yeah, some other people. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's it's going to s- be. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm slowly getting back into the NBA. I I've like been the NBA. out for a while. I've probably I like these super teams. I didn't. I don't know. Well, it's getting you to watch the NBA now, isn't it? A little bit. No, I think I talked about this on an episode like previously, but I was like, part of my take, Barstool Sports has kind of gotten me back in the NBA because they talk about it a lot. So I kind of like got invested and like interested, especially during the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. So fun, slowly kind of getting back into it a little bit. I haven't been like a big, big fan. Like last time I was was probably when Jordan played. Like I remember being a little kid and watching forever all of his ago. games. I know. I stopped watching when Jordan came out, you know? That's gay. <laughs> I don't think that ever happened, Todd. No, it happened. It def- yeah, it happened. He has a Hitler stash. He used to. He shaved that? He shaved what it. What was he thinking? What do you think he was thinking? He's like when thinking he I'm in a Hanes underwear commercial and I'm on a plane. Like, Do you think he was like, this would be funny as shit. See if I can get away with it. Like, He's probably like, I look really good. <laughs> And then, does that? and then later Who on, fucking does that. And then later on, people are like, Jordan, you had a Hitler stash. It's like, 
I don't care. It's like I'm Michael Jordan. I don't give a I, fuck. I, like I saved the I saved this entire cartoon race from I have aliens. This, I, I have the care. second best selling shoe. Yeah. And he the saved world. Bugs Bunny's life. Before he Adidas took over and now they're gonna fall. He does he does not care. He does not care. Um moving on. Yeah, but he probably doesn't care because his underwear is so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, Hanes, dude. Zero tags. Yeah, zero tags. Uh, they zero don't, tags they in don't, that undershirt. They don't bunch up on his balls. No. His big baller balls. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, all right, moving excited on. excited for sweaty balls? <laughs> <laughs> My sweaty balls. Uh, announced today. I'm going to throw this in there. This wasn't on the rundown, but I saw it uh, on my way here. I shared it on Facebook. One of my favorite all-time Saturday Night Live skits is getting its own like little animated cartoon, I think, one-night special. Ambiguously gay duo? Nope. Uh, uh, David S. Pumpkins. I can't say that I know what that is. You can't stand that? I can't say that I know what it is. Oh, I thought you said I can't stand that. I no, know what it is. I have no idea. Oh, my God. Is. David S. Pumpkins is fucking hysterical. Is that a real person or a character? It's Tom Hanks, like... Oh! and yeah. Wait, it's Tom Hanks doing something? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to love it, then. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. Tom Hanks I, is so funny. It's, it has the feel of, like, an old-school Saturday Night Live, like, skit. Like, oh it's just God. goofy and, like, over the top. Tom like, Hanks is the goofy. It's a dumb, goofy, like, skit, but I was crying. I was laughing so hard during it. Like, dude, the Tom- song... The song in it here. I'm gonna play a song quick. The song in it. Tom Hanks is an American treasure. He is. Yeah. He, he, uh, he found somebody's ID. In, Any like, questions? That's what he says. It in <laughs> Central Park, and then he mailed this girl her ID. She goes. <laughs> he writes a note like, "Hey, oh, David Pumpkins, man. Hey, I think you uh, lost this. You're welcome." Like, reply with like, "Thanks," like as in T Hanks. <laughs> or like, no, he is he, his going away is like Hanks. Hanks. Like, Hanks. Here, here, I'm going to play the David S. Pumpkins song just because this will just give you a feel of how goofy this kid is. Here, here it is. <laughs> I love this. I don't know why this is just so catchy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So catchy. Todd, I got this uh, this new story out of out of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me mm-hmm. let me read it to you. A seven year old boy at the center of a Ohio courtroom drama yesterday when he challenged a court ruling over who should have custody of him. The boy has a history of being beaten by his parents, and the judge initially awarded custody to his aunt. In keeping with child custody law and regulation requiring the family unity to be maintained to the highest degree possible. The boy surprised the court when he proclaimed that his aunt beat him more than his parents, and he adamantly refused to live with her. When the judge then suggested that he live with his grandparents, the boy cried and said that they also beat him. This is sad stuff, dude. This is kind of fucked up, dude. After consideration, the remainder of the immediate family and learning that domestic violence was apparently a way of life among them, the judge took unprecedented step to allowing the boy to propose who should have custody of him. Unprecedented, dude. After two recesses to check legal references and confer with the child welfare officials, the judge granted temporary custody to the Cincinnati Bengals because... <laughs> Because whom the boy firmly believes, 
they are not capable of beating anybody. Oh, and three. Oh, and three. Oh man, that's a funny joke. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'll give it. I'll give it to you on that one. Give it to you on that one. But uh, you thought I was going somewhere else with that. I had a feeling it was going to be to that. Just like a child abuse case. Nope. It's about how bad the Cincinnati Bengals are. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> but um, speak. Since we went back to the football for, since you went back to football, that I was got an a little, unintended segue. It was an unintended segue. I want to touch on this a little bit. The our idiot of a president decided that he thinks football players should be fined or fired, suspended if they don't stand during the national anthem. I understand both sides. I do. I get like troops like getting like upset about it. I totally get the that. The troops seemed pretty split on it too. To some, to some degree, like you know, back in 2011, uh, Marine Week was held here in St. Louis on the Arch grounds. Back when I worked at the Arch, mm-hmm. and I was selling ice cream on the Arch grounds, and there's all these Marines around, mm-hmm. and there was a line of protesters. And it's like, people are getting angry at them, but it's mm. like, in the back of your mind, you got to realize this is kind of what they're fighting for, for them to be able to speak Well, yeah, for the freedom of speech. This. Okay. I, yeah, I get that. I'm all for freedom of speech, but with that being said, freedom of speech means the government can't punish you, but it gives me, the, I, it doesn't mean I can tell you your opinion's dumb. Yeah. Okay. But um, I want to touch on this a little bit, because I think... Like, I get a lot of the NFL players are speaking out, standing up for what they believe in, and good for them, because you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't, like, if you believe in something, fucking speak out for it, you know? I, th- I would say that to anybody. Like, mm-hmm. if you believe in something, stick by it. Right. And a lot of these NFL players are doing it. Uh-huh. Colin Kaepernick, I, I, I don't know why. I just, I don't think that he truly meant it when he first started doing it. No, no, he totally meant it. I don't think he did. Yeah, he totally did. I don't think he. I think he was trying to sell more jerseys, and that worked. Okay. He's been so quiet. Like, when you say selling jerseys, it's not like he makes millions of dollars off jersey dude, sales. He the was NFL the number one selling jersey when the that happened. NFL makes the most money. Like I don't think he wants the NFL to make money off of his name for yeah, his protests. I don't, I don't know. To me, it was a way for him to stay relevant because he knows he's not that good of a quarterback. Not that good. He's, I don't think he's a good quarterback. He's one of the top ninety quarterbacks. In the in the United States, no, I think he's a sucky quarterback. I think his numbers have been really shit poor. He wants he he had over twenty five hundred yards passing in twelve games last year on a team that went like what one and twenty five hundred on twelve is bad. He still had sixteen touchdowns and that four is interceptions. bad, dude. Over twelve games, with sixty percent completion percentage. Tom Brady's already passed that. We're oh my god, four. you're gonna compare. Somebody to Tom Brady. Yeah, everybody's numbers are going to look bad compared to Tom Brady. That's not fair. I Compare him to like uh, somebody that's actually signed in the NFL, like uh, like a Case Keenum or who okay. didn't have a bad week this past week. Hey, Kaepernick would be a great backup. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. And like when See, people I say – People think like he should be starting. I disagree. No, no, no. Like Colin Kaepernick knows okay. he shouldn't even be starting. Yeah, and, I, and like so all this bullshit that's going on in our nation right now and like everybody <coughs> – excuse me. Everybody's standing up, speaking up for what's going on. Where is he? Where has he been? Unsigned. So what? He's telling. He's still saying like, "Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready to work, guys." Like he's been training five days a week. But where is what he believes in? He's been donating money to 
causes. I don't have it all the top of my head, but I know I know he's donated jersey sales to like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. I've no like he's, he's putting like, his he's, money where his mouth is. This is why like I can't speak that badly of him. Yeah. I can't. I'm sorry. And then on to, to the United States soccer team. They've told the men's soccer team, the organization told them that <laughs> they will not kneel during the national anthem. I actually agree with this one because Because they're all white. No, they're not. You're right. I was gonna say <laughs> no, not even close. I was expecting like NASCAR or something. No. But the national soccer team, um, they told them that they will all stand. I actually get this one. And let yeah, me explain. Because it. it's it's the national yeah. team. Yeah. Like they are getting paid to represent Exactly. It's not it's not their own time. It's not like they exactly. contra- like they got selected. Exactly. Like I, I get it. I might get some flack for saying. I mean, I know it'll get flack no matter what from anybody because you're always somebody's always going to be disagreeing with you on something. Mm-hmm. I get that. Uh, if you want to kneel during American League like sporting games, go ahead. Yeah. All more power to you. Because I know it's not against believe. the flag. I know it's yeah. not against the military. They're trying to against make it injustice. better. Yeah, injustice. But during a national game when you're playing against other countries, I think right. you, you gotta stand. you gotta put your best foot forward. Yeah, because and again. As a say, okay, say if soccer, if we're playing, USA is playing like Germany or, you know, just a different country. If I'm on the other team, especially as a coach, and I look over and I see a player kneeling, I'll be like, I'll tell my players to go, go exploit that guy's play because his mind's not on the game right yeah, now. They're not unified. Yeah, exactly. They're not unified. Their mind's not on the game when you're playing for your country and like that big of a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, Go exploit his play because his no, that's not all there. Soccer, but when it comes to like basketball international, dude, that's gonna be interesting. Because mm. like the NBA has like the most outspoken, like their superstars are the ones that are most outspoken. Yeah, it's just to, to me, a, it's embarrassing. Like too, it's just because it's not embarrassing like on the players. Yeah, it's embarrassing on Under. the country as a whole because it just shows you what a mess our country really is. Aaron Rodgers actually just had an interview with um, ESPN. And it's a really good podcast with me yeah. times. And he was talking about like how he wish he could speak like mm-hmm. the way the best players in the NBA can, but he can't. Did you see what Aaron Rodgers said today about the kneeling? Cause it was perfect. What it Aaron Rodgers usually has the awesome. best things to say. So uh, what, what did Aaron Rodgers have to say? He about said, it? so everybody's making a big conniption fit about us kneeling, right? Well, what about the cameramen that are walking around while we're like, Stand, while we have to stand up, what about the cameramen who are kneeling trying to get the best shot? Why aren't they respecting the flag? I'm like, ooh. I thought that newscaster from... Pretty spot on. <laughs> I thought that newscaster from Dallas probably had the best point of view of it. I don't know if you heard this, but it was like Dale mm. something out of Dallas. He's like an older white guy. Mm. And he was like... Just talking about his Vietnam experience, and then he's talking. Oh, about, I did, I did see. And this. then he brought up like, if you're really disrespecting the fag, like the fag, <laughs> what the flag? <laughs> if it's like in in the in the flag rules, like it says you can't wear it as a shirt, you can't put it on your hat, like it's like can't wear rainbows. <laughs> like we've all literally disrespected the flag at some point <laughs> in our lives. Oh, I mean, yeah, like. You wear it like as a cape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Can't do that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, every, I mean, they totally, people like finally, like I can't believe it took it this long for people to be like, well, you wear it as a cape. Like. Kid Rock wore it as a poncho. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. I was getting ready to say that. But no, moral story, I do think for the national teams, I do think you should stand because it kind of, it's embarrassing 
as that's how fucked up our country is right now, and it's just we just look like a bunch of fools. I don't like, think we're that fucked up. Look at Venezuela, dude. Yeah. They can't even live. Yeah, but I mean, you want to look confident and like you don't want to look vulnerable. I think it makes us look a little vulnerable. I got a question. As a sports mind, I'm not talking political. I'm talking as a sports right. mind. I got a question for you. People are using hockey players as people that like don't kneel. Mm-hmm. But how hard is it? To kneel on skates it's not hard it's, just like, oh. it's not hard at all <laughs> i wish you guys before, could see it but i'm <laughs> I'm, say, I'm kneeling acting like i'm on skates before every hockey game i have to like get on a knee because i'm stretching like well, it's not that you hard can't skate that well i can skate pretty damn well that's why i don't fucker. play hockey because i can't skate well <laughs> kick your ass in hockey probably but in every other sport <laughs> speaking of hockey a little segue here uh, it's not fair guys they have to learn how to ice skate like professionals and then you put up we'll put it puck up. in front of it like what the fairness is that for an average person like you know you can play some street hockey that'd we'll, be a little fair but yeah. put me on skates a we'll whole keep it. different element <laughs> we'll keep it on this topic a little bit let's go into hockey uh pk supan one of the probably best probably the best african-american player in the national hockey league subins is the first black family of hockey <laughs> no <laughs> I don't know that for sure. They got but, Malcolm Subban. They got PK Subban. Why are you saying it like that? Supan. Subban? Yeah. Is that really how I say it? Yeah. I've just been saying Subban. Subban is totally I just, wrong. I've just been reading it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, he came out and said that he will not kneel. He has too much respect for the flag. And He's fucking Canadian. San Jose Sharks player Joel Ward was considering it. And he's but, not going to do it. Uh, he said he came. He came out to say with a lengthy uh, explanation on Twitter, which was actually really fucking. I mean, I hate using this word, but it was powerful. Like it was a powerful like message. It, like the, got the point across. And he's, but he said he's not going to kneel. But he like knows that there's issues going on right now. Ryan Reeves, former Blue, now Pittsburgh Penguin. He said that if he had the opportunity, if he was asked, since the Pittsburgh Penguins won the Stanley Cup last year, mm-hmm. they're supposed to go visit the White House. The Pittsburgh Penguins as a team said, we will go visit the White House. They asked Ryan Reeves. Reeves said he will not go if, like, the team goes. So. Okay. Yeah. I don't – yeah, it's like, I don't – if you don't like it, oh, well. Tim Thomas didn't go to the White House when the Boston Bruins won the Stanley Cup when Obama was in, like – when Obama was president, so it's like, what's the fucking difference? Like, who cares? Who cares if somebody doesn't want to go or not? Like, I hate this. It's been blown out of proportion. Who cares? <laughs> he uninvited Seth Curry. <laughs> Even though the whole team... After, after Seth Curry's like, I'm not coming. Yeah, the whole team I'm was, not invited. Like, yeah. yeah, no he totally did that. He totally did, like, when a person, like, quits a job, he was like... No, you don't quit. You're fired. Like he totally did that. He totally that's like how can that. you do that to the Currys? They're like, like the whole team sport. announced that they weren't. The Golden State Warriors announced that they weren't going to go visit the White House, and Trump just like, no, well, you're not invited. You're uninvited. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Well, they weren't coming. <laughs> well, we weren't coming anyway. But dude, Tom Brady didn't even visit the White House. And he <laughs> voted for Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, st- going back to uh, hockey. Uh, this past week, they had a couple of hockey games that were played in like little small venues, like where high school games are played. Oh no, kidding! And that's actually really cool. Blues and uh, Penguins had a game on NBC on Sunday night, and the Blues won four to one. It was a hell of a game. Was that in a small venue? Yeah, yeah. There was right. like two hundred, maybe like a hundred people there. 
It was in Pennsylvania somewhere. Dude, that's I like that. Like, and if they had a game at like the the outdoor arena here, yeah. like that, that was cool. Sick. It was cool to see. And like, um, Sidney Crosby took a cheap. I forget what he did exactly, but I the the guy the Blues and Penguins got into a little uh, got into a little scruffle, and. During a preseason game in front of like, something entire, I love it. Pre-season. I love it. I fucking love it. For the two hundred people, uh, Crosby. People think. I mean, if you're not a hockey fan, like or a casual fan, uh, people think Crosby's kind of an innocent, great player. Like Crosby is actually one of the biggest assholes in the league. That's what happens when you're that good. Like he is just age. a little shit. Well, he like, deserves to be. He won. He won uh, MVP, Stanley Cup. I mean, he's a great player. and Olympic great gold player. medal before twenty one, twenty two. I think so. Something like that. Someone for twenty one, like MVP, but like, Stanley Cup MVP, he's, uh, Stanley Cup. I don't like him. I think Olympic he's a gold for twenty one. I think he's been a whiner his whole career. He's I think a winner. He bitches and he's a winner. Everything. He's a winner, dude. Yeah, but you don't see. I don't know. But I feel anyway. like if he was on the Blues, you'd be like, "Oh, I'd love him." Yeah, exactly. But he's <laughs> one of those guys. Like, he's not complaining; he's just justifying no, himself. But, you know, there's players like that in the NHL where it's like you hate playing against them, but you love to have him on your team. Steve Ott was like that. Like yeah. I hated Steve Ott before, but when he came but, on the Blues, I was like, "Oh, yes." But we hate Steve Ott. You kind of like Steve Ott, by the way. We hate Steve Ott like because Ott. he was uh, an instigator. We hate yeah. Sidney Crosby because he's a complainer. And then like people would say, like uh, I forget, somebody was bitching about. Uh, a player like kind of like this. And I was like, I just looked at him like, if Ryan Reeves or David Backus weren't on the Blues to start their careers, you would fucking hate them with yeah. a passion. Like you would hate them. They're just, but they're great. Mm-hmm. I love them, and I love that Steve Ott is coaching the Blues right now. But during that little uh, scruffle, uh, Alex Petrangelo got a nice right hand to Crosby's jaw. Woo! Yeah, and it was good. Crosby went to the locker room while Petrangelo went to the penalty box. Like, yeah, I was like, get him again, Petrangelo. There you go. Earn that C. Earn that fucking Look, C. Petrangelo is, uh, has a uh, a softness about him. See, he had a great year last year. He did. He had a great year last he, year. Uh, he definitely came out. He stepped and up. About. And I hope he takes his, which looked like in the preseason so far, he stepped up his physical game too, which is well, he, we, we he's need the reason that. why we traded away a number one overall pick because Eric Johnson, because Petrangelo was so good. Well, we traded Eric Johnson away because that guy just turned out to be a fucking bust. You know, if you tear your ACL in a golf cart, you're not worth an overall first yeah. overall pick. Yeah, no doubt. No fucking doubt. Well, on the topic of tearing your ACL, uh, unfortunate news for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Robbie Fabry has re-injured his already surgically repaired knee, his left knee. Re-injured it. He is out for the entire season. Speaking of guys who would tear their knee walking off a golf cart, Todd and I both have experience with, with, uh, with Robbie Fabry in personal real life. Like This guy was not rehabbing the best of his ability. Yeah, he was, at, does like, not seem like he was at like every concert. I'll call your shit out, Robbie Fabry. Like he's do a, better. Like I love, I love Fabry as a hockey player, but as a person, and I hate saying this, but as a person, he's kind of creepy. I've literally seen him make out with a girl on a bar. You can go and look at what he's like on like Instagram, <laughs> and it's like, dude, it's, what's some of the stuff? Kind of, I don't even know kind about of a creep. I don't even like, know about this. How do you find? Uh, I don't know. Shit. I forget how to, to look at it exactly, but one of my friends showed me. He goes, dude, look at this. Like, this is everything that, that Fabry liked, like, 
today and yesterday, and it was just nothing but like naked women, naked women, like naked women. Like the dude is only twenty years old. It's true. That's true too. I mean, we have a running joke between me and my friends. If somebody brushes their hair, we're like, "Oh, you fabbing over there, eh?" Because <laughs> Fabry would always take off his, he would always take off his bucket, and like look at look at the reflection in the boards. And fucking fix his hair. <laughs> no way. Yeah, when he had long hair, he used to always. Oh my do god, that. no way. And there was an interview the blues used to do. As I'm combing my hair. Yeah, you're fabbing. <laughs> so uh, there's an interview that the blues used to have like this little YouTube show. Uh, and like Ryan Reeves would host it. And uh, Carter Hutton hosted it with Reeves last year. And Fabry was the first guest. And. They're making fun of him, like so. Like Reeves is like, so if so, you got a haircut. How you gonna How you gonna check yourself out in the boards now? <laughs> <laughs> and like, just giving him shit, just laying into him about his hair. And then, um, as a person that likes their hair a lot, like uh, I get it. Some, it but... said something about Steve Ott. It was right after Steve Ott got traded to the Detroit Red Wings, and uh, <laughs> Ott and Reeves are pretty close, like they're buddies, and. Carter Hutton was like said something about Reeves and Reeves or said something about Ott to Reeves and Ryan Reeves just goes who Steve Ott huh, never heard of her oh snap <laughs> dude yeah love Ryan Reeves actually what? uh yes beer me hoots so with Robbie Fabry out the Blues the St Louis Blues hockey team has probably had one of the worst preseasons that imaginable they have had several injuries to their team who's got injured patrick berglund is out until december oh my god i i could care less about patrick berglund alexander steen has a broken hand oh that one actually matters uh jay bolmeister is out for a few weeks oh that guy was whatever zach sanford uh worked his ass off in the post in the off season and really helped out like the coaches and coaching staff were saying they were really excited to see how he does. They did pretty well at the end of the season too. He uh I for, oh I forget what he did off the top of my head right now, I'm drawing a blank, but he's out actually for like eight like five months. He cracked his dick in half masturbating <laughs> too much. And now on top of everything, Robbie Fabry uh will miss the entire season after tearing his ACL back in January of last year. So he missed the whole second half of the season last year. Well, as we, we said, it did not seem like he was rehabbing yeah. it very well. And now he's going to be out for the entire season this year. Really sucks. Really Rehab your injuries yeah. properly. <laughs> Re- rehab. Don't go to concerts. Stop drinking so much. You're a professional hockey player. is what you get paid to do. Rehab. I'm actually kind of mad yeah. now that I hear about this again. It's like, dude, he was. What are he's you a doing? Great hockey player. He's a great hockey. Now player. his career is gonna be like cut in half. I I don't know if he's gonna or he's come gonna back. come back twice as strong. I don't know. I don't Adrian know. Adrian Peterson stuff. I don't know, dude. You can you can inject stem cells into that shit now, and you're you're True. good as new. True. So with all these uh, injuries to the St. Louis Blues, um, we have a lot of rookies, a lot of prospects that we've drafted over the last couple of years. A lot of super talented guys, though. It, yeah, it really like, seems like Tage Thompson. Tage Thompson is an absolute stud. The I've guy only about... had nothing but yeah power play goals back in college when he was at Connecticut. How do I know this? Because he got drafted the same year that five St. Louis players got drafted yeah. in the first round, yep. and that was the only NHL draft that I ever watched. Tage Thompson reminds me of a young, more skilled David Backus. Right, because he not, just stands in front of that. Maybe not as big, like muscular-wise, no, but well, he's, only, he's skilled. He's only 21. And people forget that Tarasenko was pretty small when he came into the league, too. And now he's like 6 feet, 220. He's like 230. 
He's a, he's a tank. No pun intended. But how great was that draft two years ago when five St. Yeah, Louis I mean, players? Like, that's insane for any league. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Especially in hockey when it's like a European and Canadian born mm-hmm. league. Like, it's like, or, you get five kids mm-hmm. from St. Louis. In the first round. Insane. Could you imagine in playing the first against, round? Could you imagine playing against that team? And, like, all these kids played on the junior league. Actually, blues. got to play against uh, Matthew Kachuk. Like he's uh, Brett Jones's little brother played with him, and Brett Jones's little brother was on the same team. Dude, those kids would have as won. the young Kachuk who could get drafted this year or next season could get drafted. If all these kids were on the same Junior Blues team. They must have killed kids like sixty to nothing. Well, they were coached by Keith, Keith Kachuk, Kachuk and Kelly Chase. I mean, they're coached by NHL players too. So well, I'm still, sure that like, helps. No, but still, talent helps. Oh so yeah, not, I mean, without there are other kids who've been coached by NHL players. Was that? There's been other kids. Yeah, my little brothers were coached by former Blue, uh, uh, Reed Lowe. They won state at, for the Merrimack Sharks right. like, several years ago. Remember getting drafted in the first round, are they? I don't know. My little brother's 13. He wears a size 13 shoe, and he's the captain of the Sharks right now, so he might. Yeah, but he's still your brother, so I can't, I can't accept that he's hey, that athletic. take it this way. He's a workmeister. He's not a Rick. And, I, don't, I don't know what any of that means. And you do know my grandpa's in the Soccer Hall of Fame, right? And my uncle is an All-American at SLU. I mean, at uh, UMSL. Has all, holds all the soccer records at Oakville. What happened Umsel. with you, then? I got hurt. I don't Motherfucker. I got hurt. <laughs> Whatever. Injured my knee. Okay. But anyway, so with all of these options, we I have... I have no idea about this Todd's family, and I don't... <laughs> I just can't accept it. Right. I accept it. So with all of these uh, injuries that the Blues have sustained... Um, there's going to be a lot of rookies coming up, a lot of unprepared rookies coming up. But there's a free agent out there. There's a free agent. And man, oh man, the Blues need to act and sign this motherfucker. I mean, before Todd goes on his tangent, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. I had thoughts. I'm going to step away and pee. You can do it. Just do it while I pee. You can cut that out. I don't want to edit this. All I have to do is edit from... So with all these injuries to the Blues and all these rookies coming up, they're going to be so unprepared. But there's this guy. There's this guy out there. He's a free agent. And man, he's probably one of the greatest hockey players ever to lace up his skates. Doug Armstrong, I'm talking to you right now. You got to, got to, got to sign this guy. And I'm talking about Yarmir fucking Yager. You got to sign him, Doug. Dougie Fresh? Come on, man. Do you know what he can do for the Blues? Do you know what he can do for our rookies? He can coach. He can teach. He can show the ways of Yager. Of Yager. He may be 45, but he's still slanging 20-year-old puss, man. Come on! Sign the guy! You gotta sign him! You got to! He's one of the... He's a GOAT! He has 1,914 career points! Last year, he had 46 points as a 45-year-old! The year before, 66 points! Do you know what he can do with the Blues? He was on a shitty team, bring him to the Blues, he could have 80 points! He could take us to the promised land, man! He could take us. 
to the cup. That's it. Go sign Yarmir Yager. Just fucking sign him, Doug! Come on! Just, just fucking sign him. Just, just sign him. St. Louis is a proud Czechoslovakian culture. All the way from St. John Nepomuk. <laughs> Down there in the city. This is, my, this is my favorite player growing up. This is how old oh, this guy is. Dude, Yarmir Yager was awesome. He still this is awesome. This guy is. This is my favorite player growing up. <laughs> Him and Dominic Kosick. Proud Czech people. Proud Czechs. Proud Czechs. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. How'd you like that speech, by the way? It was, uh. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept saying, just sign him. I was drawing blanks. So I don't know. Anyway. Moving on, uh, get a little wrestling talk in here real quick. So it's uh, on. Sure, do you want to wait till the end to do that? <laughs> on Monday, uh, the Bullet Club, Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, Marty Scroll, and Hangman Page invaded Monday Night Raw, kind of like how Degeneration X did <laughs> they to did. WCW. Uh-huh. The next day, this is so petty of WWE to do this. This is something they would do. It is. It's so petty. They stopped, like, YouTube videos for just using their Stupid. It's like, do you really think, like, this is hurting you? Like, people are now trying to, probably going to tune in to see if you, like, respond to it. Like They they did respond to it. Yeah. Well, so on on Tuesday, (laughs) WWE issued a cease and desist to the Bullet Club of using the the too sweet gesture. Which is so petty. And if they do, and if they have, sell any merchandise with it, they could get hit with a $150,000 fine. Do they even sell any merchandise with Too Sweet on it? Yeah, they sell a lot. Like, oh, because like, I'm looking at you wearing a villain club shirt, and it's like, that's what I thought the majority of there is. Oh, like, no, go to like youngbucksmerch.com or com where they sell all their shit. Dude, they have, everything has a Too Sweet like, on it. That's so stupid. It's just a hand gesture. I know. Like, you can't. They can't even say suck it, like, anymore. Those even get, like. They can't do the gesture? Like, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Uh, it's dumb. It's, 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 not, it's not like, um, you know, it's not bringing. It's like wrestling fans like all wrestling. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like. Yeah. It's not like there's. I mean, I'm sure there's just WWE fans just out there, yeah. but it's not like they're going to be like turned off by these guys using the too sweet. If yeah. anything, like it's going to be like, then, oh, these independent fans are going to start watching WWE. Yeah. If anything, yeah. And I'm going to say sorry, to crazy Bill, right now because I know you say this a lot, but they're um, they're like, are they going to start doing uh, anything original now? And I'm like, oh fuck, like. And then somebody said something like that to Nick Jackson on Twitter, and Nick Jackson Nick Jackson goes, oh fuck you. What do you? Th- oh, I'm sure you get excited when Gallows, Anderson, and Balor and Styles do it on Raw and SmackDown. So fuck you. Like, I was like, yeah, they're pissed about it, and they're actually consulting a lawyer to actually try and fight this. They should. I think they should too. But I, I think it's. Bullshit. But does this mean WWE's gonna start doing something with those guys? I well and. February of 2018, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks contract is up with New Japan and Ring of Honor. So, and Kenny Omega has said before, like, WWE is the end game. That's the goal. Yeah. And Dude, if they do, like, an NWO invasion angle, yeah. I would 
And Love the Young Bucks have also stated wherever Kenny goes, they go. Dude, and the NWA angle would be, It'd be awesome. so – It's like we all we all see it's coming, and, but they won't expand like the NWO yeah. did. Like it'd just be – And WWE is heavily considering – already heavily considering Marty Scroll right now too, so – We'll see what happens in the future. Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull. The villain. Whoop, whoop. Moving on. John Cena is officially a part-timer after uh, WWE No Mercy this past week. I thought he already was a part-timer. Yeah, but now it's kind of official. After the match, he lost to Roman Reigns, and after the match, uh, he sat in the ring while the crowd chanted, Thank you, Cena. That's a good way to go out. Yeah, and he was like, bow- and he bowed to the crowd. Like It was kind of weird, man. It was surreal. I know, but CM Punk did the same thing in Ring of Honor, and he stayed for another three months. Yeah, but in the like Raw talk, the post show after No Mercy, Cena was on, and he was like, uh, "He's like, part of my career is over. He's like, I'm not done, but full time, my body can't keep up anymore, so I'm done for now." Damn. Yeah, it's yeah. I was like, damn, man. Honestly, I grew up watching Cena. (laughs) Only people becoming like. Wrestlers becoming bigger celebrities only helps out the mm-hmm. wrestling business. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not like he's leaving it and they're like going to be in a disarray. Like they have all these young stars. Like, yeah, you know, what? go make your money, Cena. Yeah, come no back, bring it's, back, make more money. Like, say, just and actually, like, uh, it it helps WWE, man. Yeah, Especially, like the Rock. The like, Rock. You don't think like when the Rock's movies come out. Do you don't think that helps WWE? Because you know, like the fans that because they watch, still call him the Rock. Yeah, they still, well, you know, still call him. You know, the there's Rock. probably some people out there too when they see a new movie with the Rock coming out. They're like, they get reminded of what it once was, and they might tune in and be like, "What's it like now?" Or if Rock that's, comes back on a show, like yeah, it's that's it's a when show. WWE should honestly take advantage of a movie release by the Rock or Cena because people who don't watch may tune in just to see how it is, like. I think it's a, that's when they should take advantage and like put out whatever you can. Instead of doing like your work focused on your WWE network. Well, September is usually the slowest month in wrestling. Yeah. From what Bruce Pritchard has said. Yes, because of Monday Night Football. And Football kind of kills the ratings. Yeah. Blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But it's like now we're going to be kicking off until WrestleMania season pretty soon. And I can't. So there's two rumors about Brock Lesnar right now. Let's hear him. So Lesnar obviously retained the universal title. Yes. Um, he's obviously going to hold it until WrestleMania there is now. a rumor going around that he's not going to appear on WWE programming until the Royal Rumble. But Dave Meltzer on Tuesday said that at Survivor Series, he will defend the universal title against Finn Balor. There's no way he can stay off television till February. <laughs> it's dumb. That's so dumb. But and that's, I hate what they're that, doing. It's January though. That's that's three months, man. I hate what they're doing with. So, at WWE No Mercy during the Roman Reigns John Cena match, Cena hit Roman with his finishing move, the attitude adjustment, like five fucking times. Roman kicks out. It's like, god damn it! Roman hits his finishing move once, hits the spear once, and pins him. That's it. It's like the fuck. How and bad then, was the crowd booing? I don't. The match was so good, though. They were like, "God damn it!" Like they were okay. Cheering. If it was a good match, then it was a good match. But the ending was just dumb. The ending was mm-hmm. really piss poor. But this is the this is the plan because, and I even said it to myself watching the pay per view. I'm like, motherfucker. Like now I know, stra- like uh, Strowman Lesnar is gonna be 
Strowman hitting his finishing move a bunch of times. Lesnar's going to kick out, hit one F5, and that's going to be the end. And sure as shit, that was it. In all fairness, Strowman's finishing move is just a power slam. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's like, God damn it. He needs They're a better finishing literally move. literally building WrestleMania for Roman versus Lesnar. That's what's happening. So dumb. Strowman should do the F5. Yeah. <laughs> He's, no, he should do like a power bomb. That's still my favorite finishing move of all time. The F five. F five. It looks sweet chin music, dude. F five looks like it hurts the most. I don't know, taking a super kick to the face uh, from like a green belt in karate versus <laughs> like Brock Lesnar throwing you over his head <laughs> and slamming you. Like, are you serious? <laughs> so, that would hurt way more. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's totally what they're building to. I wish it's so it's been so predictable. I can't wait for this for Lesnar to drop the title so that way we can like finally get maybe some unpredictable like title runs or like title matches cuz this is just it's going to be so predictable from here on out until WrestleMania. Like Balor's going to put up Balor's going to be the demon at Survivor Series against Lesnar if this happens. Well, duh, Balor's going to make it close because he's the demon. He has special powers when he's the demon. And Lesnar's going to hit an F5 and, like, win. That's, okay. Balor's going to hit, like, five coup de grace. Like, it doesn't the matter who wins in wrestling. It doesn't. Matches. No, it doesn't matter who wins, but, it's, but we know how the ending's already going to be. That's what I don't like. I don't like knowing the ending. Like, we know the ending for, like, several things now. Like, it's dumb. That's why I don't like Lesnar being the champion. This match, Roman versus Lesnar, should have happened at SummerSlam. And then you could have had Strowman versus Joe, which would have been a great match. That would be a great match. Yeah. Like, they had so many opportunities, and they just, it's like, God damn it. Just use it at SummerSlam. <laughs> Nobody, like, cares. You know how many boos are going to be going through that crowd? SummerSlam was kind of... Did you rewatch it? <laughs> no, I just... <laughs> It was kind of a letdown. Yeah, it was a huge letdown. Thinking back on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was a huge letdown. It's like, after seeing what No Mercy and what's this SmackDown baby review going to be? Or did it already happen? Hell in a Cell is next. Yeah. After, which is going to be fucking yeah, awesome. It's like all these matches that happened at No Mercy and Hell in a Cell should have happened at, yeah. at yeah. SummerSlam. So after after seeing these matches, like, oh, SummerSlam could have been way better. Yeah. At Hell in a Cell, for the first time ever, the tag, te- uh, tag team match is going to happen inside Hell in a Cell. And they picked literally the two best tag teams in WWE right now to do it. With New Day and the Usos finishing their rivalry inside Hell in a Cell for the tag titles. That'd be bad. That's going to be... That might be the match of the year right there. This has already been the feud of the year. That might be the match of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, 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 do you yeah. think Nakamura is going to beat Jinder for the title? God, I hope so. And I think Naka's going to hold on to it till Mania. And I'm predicting AJ Styles winning the Rumble. AJ Styles, Nakamura, WrestleMania. Bro, AJ Styles versus Nakamura should headline Ooh. WrestleMania. Yeah. That's a world. You know it's, but you know what it's going to be. It's going to be Roman Lesnar. <sighs> That's still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Those being the headlines, Nakamura versus Styles like, versus Lesnar. The ver- WWE is not learning with it. Like, I will take that match. The up. WWE is not learning. Like the sh- crowd's gonna shit on that match. The crowd's gonna shit on Roman winning. Probably. Yeah, and it's in New Orleans. Like they had a hot crowd at WrestleMania 30. The crowd's gonna shit all over that match. Hey, you know what uh, Roman Reigns needs? Sick intro song. Yeah, he needs a well. Now that you brought that up, you didn't watch Raw, did you? No. Did he get a new one? Nope. But the Shield reunion's probably happening at the next Raw pay-per-view. Because oh, they want to make him babyface. Uh, 
against the Miztourage. So all three oh. members, so the Miz and the Miztourage beat up Roman on Raw, and after they beat him up, they did the shield like thing like over him. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then at Hell in the, and also at Hell in the Cell, you get Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon inside Hell in the Cell. It's gonna that'd be nuts. Excited. That's, they've been they've been telling a, a great story between those two. But back at WWE No Mercy, this is the last wrestling thing. Uh, back at WWE No Mercy during the tag team match, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro and Sheamus, the bar. We are the bar. <laughs> so stupid. Their accents. <laughs> Actually, love that tag team. I hate that catchphrase, but it like works for them because they're because Sheamus is such a tool. It works. Like, you know what, Todd? You know what I want out of tag teams? Like, I want that match was the match of the night, though. I want us. I want like a tag team to like, you know, when they break up, not like break up. Yeah, just like, just like, hey man, I want to do this thing. You can go do this thing. We yeah. can still be friends. <laughs> Like, why does it always have to end in a rivalry? You know what I mean? It's storytelling, man. Yeah, but it's tiresome storytelling. It's like <laughs> yeah. when the when the noob day breaks up. Like, it's like I want them to all like be champions. Be like, who do you think? Guys, gonna turn, I think who do you think's gonna like turn on him? Because you know it's some it's gonna happen. It's gonna be Xavier. I think Xavier. Yeah, I'd actually be okay with that. Because he's he's like I could see Big E being like a good heel. Because he's the youngest and. I do want to see Kofi Kingston be a world champion before he retires. It's not going to happen. His chest is too weird. <laughs> but uh, at WWE No Mercy during the tag team match. What is wrong with Kofi Kingston's chest? Like, why doesn't it develop muscles? Like, it's like how Jericho's chest is. Is it because, like, they had, like, a strain or something? Or, like... I have no idea. Like, they tore... Because, like, like, Scott Steiner, his chest is kind of fucked up now, too. Mm. And same thing with Stephanie McMahon. I think those are pectoral tears. Yeah, I have no idea. But with Kofi Kingston, it's just like he just—it's flat. He just like, doesn't it's like it, it's like forty-five degree angle of how his pecs grow. Yeah, and it's it weirds me out, and that's why I can never root for him as a singles person because his chest is so weird. So during sorry, Kofi. So during the tag team match at No Mercy, there was a spot where Cesaro gets slingshot into the turnbuckle. He misshoots like his spot and smacks his face on the outer rim. Behind the turnbuckle, like the big pole that they have there now. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you see that? I saw the aftermath. So when it happened, it looked like his couple teeth got like chipped in half, and there's blood oh, all over the mat. Shoved up. Yeah, you don't find out until the next day that his two teeth, his two front teeth, got shoved up into his gums. That is so fucked up. It gives me the willies just thinking about oh, it. Oh, dude, watching it. Ugh. And he finished the match. He finished like twenty more minutes of that match. Let's give the guy a world title run. He deserves one. He totally does. He's one of the better wrestlers on the program. He is. He's totally, like, one of the best there is. All right. That's it for wrestling talk. On to question time? No, dude. We got a few more topics to go. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't. Todd, one of my favorite video games just came oh. out. Just came out with the trailer. Red Dead Redemption 2, baby. What do you think of it? Did you see it? Yeah, it looks pretty dope. <laughs> it's pretty dope. A, a GTA. Like, I've played this game at least eight times. Oh, no, I'm and, pretty excited for the new Star Wars game coming out. I, you just just derailed my train like they do in <laughs> GTA or in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> nice pun. But, uh, okay, enough Red Dead Redemption talk. 
Let's get into swimsuit models. Some what? Swimsuit models. All right. What do you think of this? Second generation bikini model, Sailor Brinkley. Christy Brinkley's daughter will be in this edition of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Second generation, dude. Genetics. Wow. I know. That's literally all I had to say about that, too. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah. Christy Brinkley (laughs) is Jerry Gergich's wife. That's all I pretty much have to say about that. <laughs> but no, that's like pretty cool. Like, how good of your genetics is that? Like, hey, my daughter is yeah. also a bikini model. Yep. It's, you know what else is back? What? Will and Grace. It is back! <laughs> I actually never saw an episode of Will and Grace, but. It was, it was okay back in the day. But I'm glad they're back. I, I only watched it because it came on right after Friends. So, like, let's kept the TV on. Oh, snap. I forgot how good Thursdays were. Yeah, Thursdays on NBC was the shit. Damn. Do you remember like, when it was back when it was Seinfeld and then Friends? Yeah. Whoa, what? Yeah. And then it went, uh, do you remember, like, the? I think it was the last season of Friends. It went Friends, then The Office, then My Name is Earl, oh, and then something else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, dude. I even watched My Name is Earl. You didn't watch it? I watched it. Oh, yeah. The first, like, couple seasons were yeah, funny. Yeah, they were funny. And then it just kind of, like, Do you know, like, I was a off. professional skateboarder at one point. Yeah. Jason Lee? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Dude, Jason Lee's awesome. He seems like a, he was also in um He's in all Kevin Smith's movies. He was in that one movie that all hippie chicks like. That all hippie chicks. Dude, they all fucking love this movie. Uh Days all almost famous. Oh yeah, he is in Almost Famous. He's the lead singer of Stillwater. Yeah. Dude, he's the, Is it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. But he totally dude, is. No, hip, his best movie's Mall Rats. Hippie Chicks love... Mallrats is the best movie. Hippie Chicks love almost. Especially, like, the part at the very beginning. is like, so she broke up with you? He's like, yeah, she she broke up with me. Like, why? She was giving me head and I farted on accident. (laughs) Like, why would you do that? Let's skate. (laughs) All right. That's all I pretty much have to say. Moving on, finally, to question time. Going a little long here, Ski. I thought we were going to run short today. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so I missed a couple questions from last week, and I apologize for that. One of them was from David Morton. What are the Blues going to do now with Sanford, Steen, and all the Blues players out? And I think we kind of covered that. Uh, Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Bring them in. Bring the Yarmir in. Yager bombs. The St. Louis Blues. Yager bombs. Bring them in. Bring them in. Yager bombs. God, that's so good. Question. From, uh, wow, we haven't heard from him in a while. He used to write in every day. But now his son does the theme song for the show, Quegg. Randall Quegg is his father. Man, this is, his father's kind of a nut job. Oh, I find that very hard to believe after hearing the offended song. <laughs> <laughs> his father's kind of a nut job. Here's what, uh, yeah, this is what he said. It's not really a question, but here's what he said. Well, well, well. Looks like I'm out of jail for running over my son with a tractor for going on your goddamn show. And you have the audacity to make his stupid fucking song the theme? Well, guess what? I got a question now. (laughs) Do you think you have what it takes to beat me at Jumanji? Because I have the magic board and I will bring it to your fucking show. 
and suck you assholes into Jumanji, into the Jumanji world to be hunted by the mustachio man because I'm a Jumanji pro. I'm not afraid of anybody at any game at any time. The fucking goat of Jumanji, just like Bring NHL 18. I'm the goat, undefeated motherfucker. I will undefeated. Ch- I will choke out those monkeys. Cho- I will punch those birds out of the air. Yeah. I will s- herb stomp herb those crocodiles in the fuck eyeballs. I will fuck, fuck them fuck up. up. Bring on fuck Jumanji. I have the muscles, I have the brains, and I have the stamina. Let's go! Not a string bean like Adam Kolsky. <laughs> that guy's so skinny. <laughs> but hey, for real though, I am undefeated in HL18, and I'll take on any and all comers, because I'll fuck you up in that game. Says Steve, I beat him like seven nothing. I'm not very good at video games. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At least I didn't rage quit. I just normal quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, true. it's like Todd, you're just gonna beat me, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna like, like, <laughs> You were just like, yeah, I think I'm probably gonna quit. Like <laughs> you're just gonna win. <laughs> it's like right before the game started. You're just like, I gotta be honest with you, man. Yeah, I just, you're better than me. I'm probably gonna quit. Like when it's like five nothing, but he stuck around. It was seven nothing. Hey, I've been practicing. I'm a little bit better now. <laughs> uh, next question from Crazy Bill: Roadhouse, Over the Top, or No Holds Barred? Which is the best movie ever? I think Steve and I agree on this one. What were the options again? Roadhouse. All right, let me go with someone on Roadhouse. Roadhouse is a love story. I'm stealing a quote from Jason Manzukis. Roadhouse is a love story between a man and his child. If you look back on it, it's Roadhouse. It's it's him just like Roadhouse. with his boy. Like I gotta do it for this boy. Like it's it's kind of creepy. What was the second one? Uh, over the top. Over no, I was thinking of over the top. Take my comments from Roadhouse and put it in over the top. That's a love story between a man and a boy. What's over the top? I'm drawing a blank. That's the one with uh, Sylvester Stallone doing He's a trucker. Oh. So, so he's trucking his son around and doing yeah. arm wrestling. That movie's weird. That movie's weird. <laughs> it's a weird movie. It's, it's a uh, weird, weird movie. It's I don't definitely know. a love the, story between a man and a boy. I watched the Goldberg and B movie not too long ago, and it was fucking terrible i mean the cinematography was like i was watching there's like, an over the top with goldberg no there's like just a b movie that it's on netflix i forget what it's called is it the santa claus one no oh my god I no love it's like that. a newer movie i love that santa claus and movie with goldberg. it's just terrible like there's a part where like this guy like takes a bazooka and like aims it at the american flag and he like hits not my flag. country no but so get this the bazooka blows up right <laughs> the american flag just falls over and then at the end this like hot porn star like she picks up the flag that's like should be on fire and probably disintegrated yeah. but no it just has like a little bit of like fl- like dust on it she just dusts it off and, like holds it up in the air and, and I was like this movie so Christ. terrible that it's enjoyable or is it just not enjoyable? I don't know uh, I love those type of movies like I love it's bad that's why I love no holds barred the, so like, much the action you can tell they're trying so hard the action honestly if you ever watched like a softcore porno on Cinemax that's how the cinematography was oh bro I used to watch um, uh, Bliss on Oxygen for my softcore porno <laughs> Passion Cove man. everybody knows about Bliss on Oxygen 
But I think Steve and I both agree. No Holds Barred is the best. Oh my god! Can we talk about some of the crazier scenes in No Holds Barred? Rip like, him! Like when uh when he's doing push-ups on the bed, and then they cut to a scene of his of his heels, and it's yeah. supposed to be like balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you just hear him grunting. He's doing push-ups. He's like oh oh oh, and like the girl thinks he's just masked. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. So dumb. It is the greatest movie. But hey, I'm gonna throw this out there. Battle Bill. of the tough guys. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this out there, Crazy Bill. No holds barred isn't even Hulk Hogan's best movie. His best movie, Suburban Commando. Oh shit! With Christopher Lloyd, best movie. You know who else is in that? The Phenom, The Undertaker oh, is in that movie. Oh wait, no, is that Mister Nanny? No, it was a Suburban Commando. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's make sure I got the right movie. Suburban Commando is the shit. Like, I love that movie. I love that movie. It's so bad. It's so good, dude. Any look, even you got Doc in it. Doc, even Doc, even Mister Nelson Chigawat. It's just so stupid. Suburban Commando. That's Hulk. I could watch best movie. I could watch the old part as soon as I get home. Like, it's just so dumb. Uh, next question from Bushman uh, Tony Munsell. I like that nickname. How good is the Gucci season softball team? It was they were pretty entertaining. It was I have no good. idea what any of that means. I, I went and watched their softball game on uh, Tuesday night. It, it was pretty good. Uh, Rick Hursting missed a pop fly ball, and it was I was very entertained. Great game, great game, great game. <laughs> uh, next question from uh, Keith Wilcox. Uh, why do you have seventeen categories in fantasy hockey? Uh, because why not, Keith? Just why not? What does that even mean? Seventeen cat. You play fantasy football? Yeah. You know, like how you score in categories, like touchdowns, like. Well, in hockey, it's like goals, assists, points, plus minus. Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, why not have seventeen categories, Keith? That seems like you more boner. ways to score. You boner. Do you want more ways to score, yeah, Keith? Do you want to win, Keith? Are you scared, Keith? You seem pretty scared. What? I mean, like... What? What are you going to do? Do you just want to base it off goals and assists? Like, so on, kick Keith. your ass. Like, let's get off of uh, De- Deeks. My two Is keepers Deeks? are Vladimir Tarasenko and Patrick Kane. You're going down. Do you guys Do you guys get points off of sick Deeks? No. Is that no, one of the no, seven we get, categories? We do get points for how many hits you get, though. Saucer passes? Do you get, no, do you get no points saucers. for saucer passes? No saucers. No saucers. What about nutmegs? Sorry, but do you no. Get, do you get points for nutmegs? For nutters? No. No nutters? No nutters. Uh, what about... About like in between the leg shit, you know. I'm just like, uh, we get you a point for a ripper, man. What about upper ninety? Oh, upper ninety ripper, bro. Definitely. What about uh? What about just hitting the bar like some Wesley? Bar down. You're what like, about some Wesley snipes? Bar down ski, definitely. You get definitely. some like Wesley. All right, next question. That's <laughs> 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 good. Uh, bar city, bar city, motherfucker, bar city, bitch. Uh, next question. GTA from- 6, Bar City. <laughs> next question from uh, Crazy Bill again. Will there ever be a final fantasy? I don't give a fuck. I never played those stupid ass games. Dude, actually, Final Fantasy X was dope. All right, whatever you say. Final Fantasy X was the best. Was, is it, was it like but Red will Dead there Redemption? Ever be a final one? No, I don't think so. What's your Final Fantasy? X. No, what's. If you had a Final Fantasy, like, if you had to live out one final thing, what would it be? Oh, what would, it, what would my Final Fantasy be? To wrestle Daniel Bryan 
and Shawn Michaels in a triple threat match at WrestleMania in front of a hundred thousand people, and then die brother. that way. That's yeah. Go out like uh, the Ram. The Ram. Yeah. See, the way I was thinking about going out is like a Bodie, Bodie, and a Point Break. Ooh. Just riding that big ass. You wave. gotta go down. Solomon Baja. It's looks like the looks like the gang got there before I did. It's like, it's like he, Bodie, you gotta go down. What a great movie. You let him go. Do you know that woman directed? Catherine Bigler Bigler. directed Hurt Locker in Zero Dark Thirty. She was, uh, and she directed Point Break. The lead that directed Point Break. She used to married to uh, James Cameron, right? Yeah, that's kind of how she got into uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, was because of James Cameron. But fucking Point Break is one of the greatest movies ever. If you disagree, go fuck yourself. Yeah, seriously, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. These, I know they're surfers by the dirt that I found on their clothes. We'll get him when he comes back in. And then you got Keanu. No, he's, he's not. not coming he's not back. coming back. I'm going to throw him. And then he throws his badge into the water. He's just a bad dude just walking away oh with my his God. long hair. You know what You know what I just Whoa. heard? It's supposed to be like Joe Montana being the FBI. That's the premise of the movie. We're going to jump or jerk off? <laughs> Love point break. But that's why he's that's why he's called uh, Johnny Montana or Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah because he was supposed to be like Joe Montana yeah. in the FBI. And it took me to like two months ago to find that out. Fast first Fast and the Furious ripped off Point Break completely. Like there's scenes that are almost word for word and like motion for motion that are identical to Point Break. Like Paul Walker is Johnny Utah, Vin Diesel is Bodie. Like he gets close to them. Johnny Utah likes the girl that Vin Diesel used to like, meets her like at a coffee shop instead of a surf shop. Dude, I mean, it's the movies are identical. Well, maybe that's why they're both so good. Like, it's, a, it's a premise that can't die. Like, yeah, Fast Furious is point break. And then like Fast Five, it was like a total ripoff of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, but Fast Five was so good. It was a total ripoff of Ocean's Eleven. Like, the so way funny. they pull off the heist was almost like it was... Oh, did uh, did, did uh, Ocean's Eleven have all those cars and... No, but they had Brad Pitt and George Clooney. What else do you need? And Casey Affleck. What else do you need? Um, I don't need anything because I got... I love Duncan. Got Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. <laughs> all right, next question from Philip. In the Rock. This question is a great question. I'm going to give some background on this after I say it. Uh, is Hockey Bob the greatest user of the English language ever and therefore can never be wrong? Question mark. Um, well, Who's Hockey Bob? So that's so why I'm going to give a little background. Hockey, I'm in this uh, St. Louis Blues group on Facebook called the Blues Lounge. And this guy, uh, he can never be wrong. Like, why? He thinks he knows everything. He calls himself Hockey Bob. Uh-huh. And I literally got into it with him today. But hockey Bob. Yeah. And it was actually, I was laughing my ass off. But at the same time, he just sounded so dumb. It was making me mad a little bit. I'm like, dude, it was all about Yager. He's like, yo, dude, that guy is so slow. Why would the Blues want Yarmir Yager? I'm just like, do you not realize what he could do with all these young kids like around him? Like, what he can teach them? Like, as the veteran that he is, he's the second greatest the player. Slayer. Yeah, he's a puss slayer. And like, like, what do you mean? And he's like... He wouldn't fit in with our system. Like, dude, he had 46 points last year. Like, he, as a forward on the Blues, if he played on the Blues last year, he would be third overall on our team with most points. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and he was on a shitty team. Put him with players like Sanko, like Tarasenko and Schwartz. Like, he he played for been, last year. Florida Panthers. Oh. He may have been, like, could have been maybe a 70-point getter. Maybe. And then he was like, 
It's like, you can't make that comparison. Like, he was saying, like, that would so be wrong. Like, he'd be bad on the Blues. I'm like, oh, yeah, because a better team would totally degrade his style and points. Well, what about Bacchus? He uh, he went to a comparable team, and his points ended up going down. It's funny. Uh, nah, Boston was not that good last year. I don't, did they make the playoffs? <laughs> You're asking me. They did. They barely made the playoffs, so they got eliminated in the first round by the Ottawa Senators. They were not good last year. Like, they were struggling the entire year. But David Backus, you can't compare David Backus to the second greatest hockey player of all time. You're really saying Yammer Yager is the second greatest hockey player of all time? Easily. It may be a toss-up between him and, like, Lemieux. Who would you say? Obviously, Gretzky. I, I don't know the history that well. Um, Maurice Richard comes to mind. Um yeah. All these guys who trophies are named after. Yager has the second most all-time goals. He's also 45. Still has second all-time. If he didn't go to Russia, he would have broken that stat years ago. He was still nowhere being... Like, Gretzky still has, like, almost close to, I think, a thousand more goals. Right. It's insane. It is insane. But, yes, I do think Yarmir Yager... Go down to this top ten, top five. You know, bro, I totally forgot about, I'm that, about it now. that Russia He's thing. Top five all time, probably greatest of all time. Maybe not second, but Crosby will probably end top up ten. Sidney Crosby will probably end up being second. Yeah, Steve over. Stamkos and uh, Stamkos. Fuck Stamkos. He hasn't done shit in like Vincent five Le- years. Le- Le <laughs> okay, the Tampa Bay fan. Uh, Claude Giroux. <laughs> Claude, Claude, Claude Giroux. Alexander Ovechkin. Ah, uh, Cha. Uh, Gordy Howe is up in the top five. That's who I was trying to think of, Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe. I do think Yager's better than Gordy. Do. Wow. Bold statements by Todd Rick. I do think Yager is better than Gordy. I, if I had to list top three all time, I think when Sidney Crosby's career is over, he will be second all time. And I think Yager will probably be a close third. Can't wait to find out. I mean, it's just going to be people's opinions. It's not really going to be. No. Debatable. Opinions are facts. <laughs> Uh, so as hockey biographers user the English language, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and also he was like, I kept putting him on. So what I do in the blues group, what I'm known for in the blues group and the blues lounge, is that when I think something stupid or like a dumb comment was made, I'll put a gif of Jericho being like, you, you just made the list. You just made the list! I was going to guess that. And so uh, I put him on the list like four times today. Like, under the same, like, thread. And it was hilarious because he just kept going. He's like, oh, I'm on the smart thread. But instead of putting uh, um, quotations, yeah, instead of putting quotes, like, up, he would just put commas. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I'm on the smart list. I go, here, let me fix this for you. Like, <laughs> So instead of uh, quoting things, you would just put commas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. I was just cracking up. And I was like, oh, all right. Like, yeah, you're definitely not on the smart list. And he would, like, tag my name. And then under my tag, he would type out my name again and, like, talk to me. I go, you know you can just start off the conversation from my tag. (laughs) But, but, yeah. So, yeah, is he the greatest of all time? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go, yeah. He's never wrong. Definitely never wrong. Sarcasm. Hashtag. Uh, Next question from Stevie Saint. Is Eddie Guerrero and this – I've never heard of this guy. Chris Benoit. Have you ever heard of him? I've heard of him once or twice. Once or twice. It's Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, the Afterlife Tag Team Champions. <clears throat> I'm going to go with the Von Erics on that one. Ooh, good call. 
I've been trying to think of a tag team like all day. I'm like, no, there's no way. Like, there's some because they never tagged in real life, did they? Yeah, did they? They were the radicals, but they weren't the tag team champions. I thought they were at one. Those point. two exact guys. Oh no, there was Edge and Benoit. Oh no, right. it was Edge and Mysterio. Right. No, Edge and it was Benoit and Angle. That's Edge who it wasn't was. part of the radicals. It was. Uh... Malenko? It was uh, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, and Perry Saturn. Right. They were the radicals. 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 That works out great. Uh, uh, Next question from Michael Bebas. What will uh, the Blues do now with Robbie Fabry out all season? Again, they're going to apparently sign Yamir Yager. Sign him. There you go, Michael. Just sign him. They're just going to sign him. (laughs) Jesus. Obviously, this is a big question. Uh, Andrew Hardback. Why the hell won't the Blues just go sign Yarmir Yager? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Great question. And final question uh, from what's, Sam what's Kirsten. Yarmir Yager question? It's not a Yarmir Yager question. <laughs> he was the topic of the show, obviously. But from uh, Sam Kirsting, final question. Uh, the Handsome Brothers, fuck one, marry one, kill one. I... Oh, the Handsome Brothers. Fuck Taylor. Mary. You know their names. Oh my fuck. God. I had no idea what their names fuck, were. Fuck Taylor. No way. You know Mary, their names. Bobby, and and kill Jesse. You know that's is that for real? Their names? No. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> Oh my god, it's gonna be like, what the fuck? How do you know their names? Dude, if I would have known that question ahead of time, I would have looked up their names. <laughs> it just sounds like Taylor Hansen. Just I sounds think there like... is a Taylor Hansen. Like, there, there's definitely a Taylor Hansen. Alright. I just know that there's like a short one that it was, they were in a certain. Yeah, but I remember there's like they were all so much younger back then. Yeah, I remember there was an SNL skit like when Umbop came out and they're in the elevator and I think Will Ferrell like farts in the elevator and like they all like pass out and like Will Ferrell just walks away. Or no, they played Umbop in the, like Will Ferrell's like, hey, I got a great song. You guys want to hear it? And they're like, sure. And he plays Umbop and all the Hanson brothers like, oh my God, his song sucks. Like, turn it off. And like the little one's like, oh, it's making me pass out. And he just like falls over and passes out. Like, it's actually a funny skit. I'll check it out. It, Taylor is one of them. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. Taylor, Taylor Isaac, and Zach. Wow. Wouldn't um, guess those three. Uh, yeah, I mean, kill them all? No, dude, they're, they're all productive. Man. All right, I'm just going to spitball here. Uh, kill Zach. Uh, uh, no, fuck. No, kill Isaac. Fuck Zach, Mary Taylor. There. Bam. Good choice. I have no idea what I did there. No idea. But hey, um, Bob. Um, Bob. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Don't forget us to uh, give Do us five stars on iTunes. Yeah, go to PWP Nation on iTunes. Give us some fucking five stars. Share us, rate us. Share us, rate us. That's the only day. way iTunes yeah. will put us up further. Yeah, and then maybe maybe if like we just keep getting bigger and bigger, maybe we'll be on Spotify. Maybe we won't talk as many blues. <laughs> this is dominated by Yarmir Yager. I mean, he's a legend. He's a god. He's a 45-year-old, 20-year-old pussy slinger. My favorite Yarmir Yager story 
this is where we're getting this 20 year old pussy singer from is uh this girl the selfie yeah this girl <laughs> this girl uh demi Yager took home with this 20 year old one time this is like two years ago or something like that yeah and uh, she took a selfie with him, and he go, and she goes... His back was turned. Like, yeah. They're both naked in bed. Yeah, and she says something like, hey, give me money or give me a ride home. Do you remember? Yeah, no, so she like, posted me, the picture, and she was like... She gave him an ultimatum. She gave him an ultimatum, like, here, I'm going to blackmail you. I'll post this picture if you don't give me and like, then he's a certain like, amount of money. And he was like, go ahead and do it. I don't, I give, don't a give a fuck. <laughs> he's like, I don't give a fuck at all. He's and like, so I'm she not posts married. this picture? Yeah, he's like, I'm not married. I don't care. Oh, like, so, <laughs> wow. And, like, you made this 46-year-old, 45-year-old yeah. player look even cooler? Like, yeah, it's like... That's not my fault. You cheated on your boyfriend. Like, right. He's like, I had no idea until we woke up the next morning. Like, yeah. I think it's hilarious. He's a legend. That's why. Uh, and then he grew out his hair last season because he thought the mullet was funny. He was like, I'm going to grow it back out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a legend. It's a fucking legend. But yeah. But yeah. But yeah, go uh, like, share, follow PWP Nation on iTunes. Go follow at PWP Nation on Instagram and Twitter. Go follow us uh, on don't Facebook. Follow Offended on Facebook. Follow Offended on Facebook. Don't follow us on Twitter. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Anything But Credible Podcast. Go check them out on iTunes also. They're pretty credible. They're pretty credible. Extremely credible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Go check them out. Dukes, Keith, Griff. Check them out. Go check them out. But make sure to follow PWP Nation first. And offend it. You know? Yeah. Do that first. Do that first. Do that first. All right, Todd. Let's give it a whoop, 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 whoop to sweet. See you next week, good brothers. And this has been Offended presented by PWP Nation. Whoop, whoop to sweet. <laughs>